and welcome to the Neo News Today podcast. As always, I am your host, Dylan of Neo News Today. In episode 64 of the NNT pod, I had a chance to sit down and speak with Odd Jorgen Roland and Adrian Felberg, the co-founders of MyMingo. MyMingo is the team that recently took over responsibility of the management and growth of Flamingo Finance, the DeFi platform in the Neo ecosystem. In this interview, the three of us talked about the team's previous professional experience in data and user interfaces, making the Flamingo platform accessible for all users, migrating Flamingo smart contracts to N3, and the opportunities that provides cross-chain functionality, integrating the new B-NEO standard into the platform, and next steps. This interview was unique because it was held live in the Flamingo Finance Discord server with members of the community listening in. So we pick up the conversation with Odd talking about the impetus behind the live recording. So I want to thank you guys, first of all, for inviting me to host this podcast episode on the Flamingo channel. It's really cool to see about 20 people in here, a lot of names that are familiar from the past few years in the Neo ecosystem and, and in the Flamingo ecosystem. So thank you for the opportunity to chat with you guys and to have a cool way to bring the community in as well. Yeah, well, we it was so like cool format. <laughs> yeah. And it was like an idea I got and I was like, can we do this uh, live? So people feel that they can like be an audience to the podcast. And uh, and I, I'm I'm really glad that you like took the challenge because of course, it's more comfortable, me, you, and uh, Adrian talking together. But now we have people listening in as well. So more pressure on you. Yeah. I mean, look at my avatar. It's the, the Neo bit, the Golden Dylan. So I couldn't, I couldn't turn down a challenge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I really like that you have that as your, uh, as your avatar. I gave a presentation two weeks ago on NFTs and told the story about how I really didn't care about NFTs until... You guys made the NeoBit series and lured me in with the the Dylans. <laughs> <laughs> I should have had time to create it more, but you know, Flamingo is uh, my number one priority right now. Yeah, there are so many hours in the day and so many things we want to do, and there's so much interest out there that it's hard to compartmentalize. So I want to kick this off, and I know that you guys have done a few podcasts and you've done a few conversations with people in the ecosystem and you've gotten the question like who are you guys and what's your background but something that I really wanted to hone in on is when we first met or e-met you guys were telling me about the large databases you were working with for the projects on adapted before you started working on my mingo projects so instead of the simple question like who are you guys and what's your background can you tell us before you were working on my mingo what were some of the projects that you were working on with Adapted? And what were some of the considerations for like the large database management you guys were doing? Uh, yeah, I can, I can fill in. And, and please, Dylan, just like, if, if you like me to answer or Adrian to answer, just like, uh, yeah, ask because it's hard for who I was to grab the word. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we had like or have a huge system in Norway for um, contact information and business information. So uh, we are the largest provider of business information in Norway. 
the way we solved that was with uh, an AI or like natural language processing. So we scrape through websites, find emails, telephone numbers, and everything, and uh, collect everything into one giant database and uh, made a system for salespeople. So they can uh, make lists, they can add comments, and they can collaborate on uh, yeah, getting sales. So we, uh, on that system, had in its prime days, we had some of the biggest uh, companies in Norway as customers, like huge newspapers and stuff like that. And we tried to to step away from it because it's a lot of work and little pay. We, yeah, uh, made the system for uh, COVID or like uh, disease tracking for the Norwegian government that's used like 2,500 customers in Norway. But then we really love crypto. So that's how we got here. Yeah, and um, with the COVID-19 registration app that we created, uh, we had to manage a lot of simultaneous requests to the servers and registrations and also protect the personal data that was stored. So that was quite the challenge with uh, end-to-end encryptions and encryptions of database and making sure that we didn't store the data longer than necessary and compliance with uh, the European GDPR and stuff like that to to onboard like the biggest banks here in Norway. Uh, so we had, um, had a good chance to, to try this, um, let's say, enterprise, small business to large enterprise relationship. <laughs> that was quite interesting and uh, actually quite fun. Yeah, there's a lot of parallels with the work that you guys were doing that kind of led into my Mingo. So while you two have kind of a rich history as like investors or speculators in cryptocurrencies dating back to 2013, the work that you were doing before with like large databases and worrying about identity and the right to be forgotten, I think a lot of parallels kind of tie into what you're going to be working on with my Mango or Flamingo now. And that's also another question I want to ask. Are you guys the MyMingo team or are you now the official Flamingo team? How should uh, we refer to you at Neo News today? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a two-way street there. We really enjoy being the MyMingo team. And Flamingo is like a community project. It's for everyone. So the MyMingo team, it's something that's more dedicated. The Flamingo team has already grew and become more members. And yeah, you have the community there as well trying to, to coming with all these brilliant ideas and stuff like that. So uh, my Mingo team is is fun still for me. Yeah. And I think like if you said that Flamingo team a few weeks ago was NGD and the Flamingo team now is my Mingo. Flamingo, it's its own thing, I think, maybe. Uh, so in the future, it might not be my Mingo. It might be another team. So I think Flamingo is its own entity. Uh, it's the community. It's uh, it's it's the whole picture. But Mamingo is the development team. I feel like I take ownership in the Mamingo development team, and Flamingo. I feel like I'm part of the bigger picture. Yeah, cool. So, also congratulations on assuming responsibility for Flamingo. I remember that the call for a third party team went out earlier this year, and you guys answered immediately. It seems like a combination of the talent and skills that the MyMingo team brings to the table, as well as larger circumstances, kind of made this the perfect opportunity for you guys to take over. So congratulations. And I also want to give 
some of the listeners a little bit of insight into the way that the Flamingo team will work now. I know that we have some of your teammates in here right now, but you guys are kind of like the top down on my Mingo. So I've gotten a sense for how you two work as a team. Um, I know that there are others that are on the MyMango team, but in your words, what are kind of the roles that you two are going to provide as leaders for the Flamingo project? In Norway, we have a saying like a potato. Uh, <laughs> that's a person that does basically everything. So, so in uh, like contact with NGD now, we, uh, we, we have a lot of fun with it because they have sysoups, they have front-end developers, they have back-end developers, they have like every like developer for every little thing. And every time they're like, yeah, let's bring in the sysoup. And I'm, a, I'm like, yeah, let, let me bring in the sysoup as well. And that's me. And, and like earlier today, uh, Atlas are helping out with the system operations. So yeah, it's like we are the potatoes. We want to help others be like the best version of themselves. So I think that's the way moving forward. You need people that are better than you in like some areas, but it's really important for us to understand the whole picture and at least see the goal in the end. Yeah, we, I think we want to lead in being supportive leaders so that, like Old said, we're the jack of all trades, the potatoes that can do almost anything, but we need help uh, maybe with specialized tasks in, in, in some sense. And uh, maybe we just don't have the time or there's not enough hours in the day, so we need support on certain tasks. And then if we we have some special knowledge we can share we can make the people on the team learn and um i think that's the way we want to lead to share our knowledge and and to support the people that are i would say under under our management and the team is six people now are you guys kind of at a launching point right now where you're good with the amount of individuals on the team are you looking to grow what will kind of that outreach look like as you move forward and you start to look into bringing on more marketing and communications outreach or more smart contract developers or whatever it looks like? Yeah, we're, we're uh, at this moment trying to, to figure it out. You know, we knew what the MyMingo team needed, but we're not 100% sure what the Flamingo team needs yet. Uh, we have what we need for the launch of entry. But I think we need to to give it time to see what's the right moves and don't like commit too hard in in a certain direction yet. Yeah, and we also like I think we're more people now because we we got also Detoxer. He made the uh, the Neo app. He's actually another fellow Norwegian. So uh, we got him helping out with uh, the new app for Flamingo on Android and iOS. So uh, yeah, I downloaded that app yesterday to have that on my phone. We have discussed in the past like why you guys built MyMingo because you stumbled on Flamingo and you saw all these opportunities to create more efficient ways for people to use the platform. But we've never gone deeper and asked, how did you even stumble on Flamingo in the first place? So were you guys part of gaining some sort of resurgence and in interest from DeFi Summer last year? and you started exploring DeFi projects. If this is the case, and you were exploring DeFi projects, then Flamingo is one of many. So maybe you can share a little bit about what the user experience was like using these DeFi protocols and platforms from DeFi Summer in 2020, 
and what Flamingo offered that was different at the time? Yeah, yeah, I can start with that. The, the, the reason we actually found Neo, uh, I think I said it before, but it was, we've been in crypto for a long time, but but mostly for all the wrong reasons, if that's the correct word to say. It's like, we've been trading, we've been programming some miners and stuff like that, but but mostly like we did some trading and we are really good at buying on top and selling on bottom. So So we figured out like, yeah, why shouldn't we use our skills in crypto instead of trying to be traders and bankers because <laughs> we are really bad at that. So we started reading up on the different blockchains. Uh, we read about NEO and yeah, uh, first it was like, this is nice 20 years from now, but then we saw that it was about to be released in March of uh, 2021. So that was, was brilliant. Uh, we started like communicating more with the NEO community and getting more involved, making some Discord bots. And someone told me about Flamingo. Uh, so I hadn't been into DeFi before that, just read about it and yeah, didn't actually care so much. So I went in there and tried to figure out what that was, but I couldn't figure it out. So I just went out. And two weeks later, another person on Neo channel said like, yeah, but you should really look into Flamingo. So I was like, okay, let me, let me take three hours of my day and try to figure out what this is because a lot of people say it's so great. So, you know, when you come to the front page, it feels like a huge corporation page where you're just like, yeah, contact us if, if there's anything. So, um, I started testing it. I started doing staking and it took so long time for me to, to do that. It was so many steps, but it was really brilliant to see like that you got uh, yield from providing liquidity. So uh, we started reading up on DeFi. We started reading up on automated market makers and how could we like improve up on this? How could we make it faster, better? How can it be easier for users to interact? That's like that's how we always do it. We find something and we try to find easier solutions for it. So yeah, that's that's a long long version to your question, but that's how we stumbled upon Flamingo. Perfect. And I think I want to lead into this next question and, and maybe have you uh, start off with the answer, Adrian. The simplest designs often have a lot of thought that go into them. There's a lot of energy and time that's spent in the back end where users will never really know what's going on behind the scenes. And your team's vision for Flamingo is to create an easy to use DeFi platform for users of all ages. So my question is, what are some of the types of decisions and considerations and processes that you guys are putting into this consideration for creating an easy-to-use platform for all users of all ages? I would say it's a, it's a constant discussion and a lot of talk between me and uh, Mr. Google, Odd. Um, we constantly try to, is this the right way to do it? And we try to use our own service and see like, I, I pushed this button wrong. I couldn't, uh, I'm annoyed with this. And when we try to improve upon it, but the most difficult step is to maybe try to step outside your own, let's say skill level and try to figure out where would other people struggle on this. And then I think it's easier to listen to the community and see what they struggle with. And then maybe just put your dad in front of the computer and let him try. <laughs> and then you can really see where they struggle. And I think it's about building these layers of abstractions where 
in the core, in the bottom, there's this, there's ones and zeros and bits and bytes. But a lot of developers have made it easier for me so that I don't have to care so much about the ones and zeros. Like being on the Neo blockchain is really great because I have all these good dev tools around me to, to help me build. And it will be the same, like a level up or two or three. It will be the same for, for everyone. If they want to use DeFi, we have to make it easier for them to use the lower level stuff that's really going on. So providing li- liquidity into a pool, it's a complicated process from end to end, but it doesn't have to be because it's really just an action. It's, a, it's an amount of, um, of assets that goes into the pool, but there's so many layers going down. So if I can present to the user what amount do you want to put in? And I can help them understand what's happening to the assets. And then they just click about, that's my end goal. And getting there, it's just a lot of talk and a lot of development, but mostly it's a lot of talk to discuss how should it be done and then try to implement it. It's such a difficult problem because I, I noted here that I was thinking of three different people, the grizzled vet, the semi-interested investor who has their own career going on, and then my mom. And you have three very different types of users there that you need to build services and orient your product towards. But you know, it's, it's not quite easy because there's so many different types of users and thought processes that go into that. And so I just wanted to pick a little bit of your brain to just kind of hear what is kind of going on in the back end right now. And it sounds like it's mostly just like conversations and, and thinking and walking through things while trying to remove all the knowledge that you've amassed in the crypto space so far. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's, it's hard to do because uh, so, some things we find really easy. And it's important not to forget the power users as well. So I want to be satisfied using Flamingo as well. So, you know, I think it's, for the power users, let's say you go from your mom or someone down to to like me and all the new, it's easy for us to click an extra button to show more details and maybe have that state be saved so that when you come back, you see this wall of text and information that you can analyze and, and do stuff with. But it's better to hide that away and have some way to show it because the advanced users know how to dig into menus and uh, and show it. So. At the starting point, you can give a, give a simple experience and uh, you can give the power users the opportunity to dig down. I think that's the best way to do it. Because if you do it the other way around, then I think it will scare up the moms. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have officially been in the role of Flamingo management for 10 days now. So maybe this question is, we're not going to get the most comprehensive answer because you guys are just starting to hit the ground running. But what does your day-to-day look like so far when it comes to the things you're working on with Flamingo? It's a really good question because it's uh, it's like juggling a lot of different balls. We, uh, we try to, to recap on the different tasks that we have because it's all from parsing the blockchain to making some front-end buttons to invoking contracts and testing that. So right now it's just uh, a pile of work that needs to be done. And it's uh, 16 hours a day, basically, for me and uh, me and Adrian. And also now that we're getting help, it's, it's much better. And at the same time, it's what's so important for us to to like stir up the community, make them see that it's active again. 
uh, like we do now have this uh, podcast here instead of like uh, on a Zoom meeting. So it's a lot of things going on at the same time, but it's really fun. Uh, and our families are uh, like instructed on how, how this will be for the, the first month or so. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's really nice to get the opportunity, but it's, it's hard work. And uh, some Saturday nights, I'm really tired. And when people, <laughs> I had this one guy come in and start to, uh, complaining about price. So I was like, Adrian, I need to log off Discord now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, also, uh, was it like Wednesday when I got a guy that like, why we need more actions from you? And I was like, yeah, I started two days ago. <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, maybe um, like, um, as you said, a, a premature question, but I feel like it's also, we've been through this before. We've been through this uh, hard work sessions, building up something from the bottom. And I, I feel that we, we think the same way with Flamingo. A lot of work is done, but our task is still from the bottom up. Uh, we, we need to make this more accessible. We need to, to grow the ecosystem. We need to move to entry. So we have a, a humongous task in front of us and uh, we're, we're ready to, to work all the hours that we need to work on it and grow the team so that we uh, can do even more. And like God said, a day, it's so much different tasks. Uh, people approach us on Discord, want to collaborate on something. I need to squash a bug in the code, new designs for the app for iOS and Android. So we need to do everything. <laughs> yeah, I can certainly relate to the price talk. It's one thing to focus on the tech, but then we're also in a in an industry and in an ecosystem where people got into this because they put money into these cryptocurrencies. So when they see other coins and other projects going up X amount in value and maybe Flamingo or Neo aren't, they get upset. But I think that there's a very fundamental reason why there might not be such volatile price movement right now with FLM and NEO coins because there is this division between the legacy network and the N3 network. I mean, if you go to the NEO governance page, you can see that around 36% of N3 NEO is used to vote. So that's just emblematic of this split in where the assets lie. And there's just this divide that's going to exist until all the exchanges, centralized exchanges, list N3 NEO and gas, and until the, the assets migrate from legacy to N3. So we're kind of in this weird in-between phase right now where there's this silo of assets and Flamingo currently exists on Neo Legacy. So I just am curious to hear a little bit about what your thought processes are as we are still in this kind of like silo where Flamingo and Neo users are either on Legacy or on N3. And maybe what are some of, I don't know if I want to use words of encouragement or what are you thinking of two steps ahead while we're in this kind of current pain phase of, of being siloed, what can people think about moving forward to what the transition between legacy and N3 might look like? And how can people kind of think longer term beyond just like today's price movement? I can fill out some of that. 
for most of it, it's we are in the middle of a move, or Neo is in the middle of a move, and uh, and I think it's it's really hard to expect it to to rise in price and expect the new users to come aboard right now because it doesn't make sense to to onboard a lot of new users. It's it's still something with the documentations on N3 some bugs that needs to be fixed even though it's like a mainnet it's still small patches that needs to be done and if we were to bring in or neo were to bring in a thousand new developers you would have them raise a question about the same thousand bugs and for the future i think it's it's uh, it's the best tech you can get it's the easiest tech for a developer it, it makes no sense for a company to start to make a smart contract in Solidity instead of uh, using their in-house Python developer or in-house Java developer or JavaScript developer, and the list goes on for languages. And it's so easy to make smart contracts. Uh, so uh, I think we just need to hold on for a bit more. I think it's been a marathon, and we're close to goal when it comes to migration and also adoption. I think it will help a lot when Flamingo migrates. We've been working really hard to get that to happen as fast as possible, but it's also important that things are secure and security takes time. So yeah, that's that's the reason why it takes time is to be sure that everything is right. Yeah, this limbo state is also like, I would say, an opportunity to start fresh on the other side. A lot of the projects on the hackathon that uh, Neo did earlier this year the projects were so fortunate that they could start fresh on entry and build there and build fast. And I think uh, we will see great projects come out of that and new projects as well, starting freshly on entry. But all the assets and the projects that are in this limbo state, there's some on uh, new legacy and some, some on entry and Flamingo is one of them, both with assets and the project itself. But it's an opportunity for us to build the entry version from scratch again. And to create something better whilst the protocol is still operating. People are still earning yield. The price seems to be stable. So the yield should then be good. So we have to look at it as an opportunity as well, not just the negative side of it. So that's a great segue into this kind of thought process that NGD made. They incubated a really great DeFi platform. Uh, they took it very far. You know, they provided a bunch of modules. You could swap, you could stake, you could LP. Uh, there was voting as well. So what are some of the existing features that the MyMango team is looking at doubling down on Flamingo? Like, what are you guys looking at continuing to build upon and maybe improve from what exists on the code base right now? We're yeah, definitely going to like implement everything that it has now. Let's say say it like that, and maybe the pools will look a little bit different as we move to entry because of um, some of the tokens and how they will move and what they will look like on the other side once they move to entry. But uh, I say we will double down on almost everything. Or Ot, what would you say? Yeah, yeah. It's it's what's on Flamingo is really what's core to a uh, DeFi platform. So we really need to have that there. And it's really solid. Flamingo has been around for over a year and everything has basically worked fine all the time. So uh, it's to improve upon that. We have the new smart stake from MyMingo that we have integrated to the new N3 Flamingo. And now it's just one click of a button. It's really boring. So I said it to Atlasor mm. yesterday. We were working at night and I said... We have a huge problem here because Flamingo is really boring on N3. 
you click that button and then you have staked. Okay, nice. <laughs> we need to, we need to make make it more interactive. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Facebook is uh, constantly trying to keep your time on the page to to keep you engaged on the page. I think we will have maybe two minutes of engagement per user. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, something for, to for the start. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like okay, how can I restake? You just claim and restake, and then you're done. <laughs> of maybe course, you have the. You have if the we, dashboards with bit. prices and everything, but yeah, it's uh, it's more fun on my Mingo because then you have at least three steps you have to wait for. Yeah, I hope you guys don't take any plays out of Zuckerberg's book on how to no. keep us <laughs> logged into Facebook longer. I want to keep you logged into Discord so we can chat. There we and, go. Uh, I think we'll split it that way. So we create a community that can chat and talk together, not on the platform, but uh, in every other channel. So. Yeah. Perfect. I want to ask about two potential features that I haven't really seen much of and what your guys' thought processes are on these. Will there be a future where Flamingo offers A, a lending protocol, and B, how can new assets be staked? Will users be able to provide their own liquidity and spin up their own coins and create their own LPs? For the future, yes. Right now, you're like asking us what we will do next year. And the focus now is really basically just to get to the new year. And then we can start looking at the roadmap for Q2, Q3, and Q4 next year. But yeah, lending is a big part of DeFi. And I think it's really important for NEO. Uh, I speak to a lot of NEO holders that say that they want to lend out their NEO, but they don't want to like split it into two and provide liquidity. So uh, lending is a big one. And also the second one, like, that you can build your own pair, or at least at that we can have, we have the IDO, but uh, an easier alternative as well. I think with lending, we have to also be careful um, where we see all these different uh, attacks going on and uh, yeah. flash loans. And I think we really have to be careful with what we implement security-wise. We need to listen to the community, of course, but... I feel providing the IDO platform is the most important thing right now, in my opinion, for the ecosystem in uh, in its whole, because there's so many good projects spinning up on Neo right now. And I think there's more to come and they need a place to be able to sell their tokens and get exposure and uh, to get all the um, funding they need to take their project to the next level. And I think Flamingo can, could be the key player in that sense on uh, entry. Absolutely. An IDO where people can spin up their own token launches in a fair and transparent way will definitely bring something new to the ecosystem. The last kind of token buzz that NEO participated or was a participant in was the ICO phase because projects could mint their own NEP fives and then sell them on exchanges like Switchio or other non-custodial or custodial exchanges um, before we had the advent of these DeFi platforms. So kind of like shifting gears a little bit, marketing is as a word in the Neo ecosystem right now that some people <laughs> either have a very negative connotation with, or they're upset that they're not seeing more of it, or maybe it's just a word that's thrown around. And I know that the NGD team has always been a little bit unique or patient in the way that they share the work that they're that they're doing. 
But now that my mango has taken over Flamingo, this is a very new ideology your team's bringing, a Western-oriented thought process. We can say the word marketing with you guys, and you won't shy away from talking about what your plans are. So maybe let's just hear a little bit about what your thought processes are on future marketing. And does that mean that you're only going to be reaching out to the Neo community? Or will you also be reaching out to like Web2 companies and other quote unquote traditional media to kind of start sharing the word about what Flamingo is working on? What, is, what does marketing mean to you guys now? For us, marketing, of course, is uh, bringing on new users. The people in the Neo ecosystem already know about Flamingo. And I think the marketing for Flamingo inside of the Neo ecosystem is really good already. I see it in the Neo channel all the time. So our main purpose, that, that the first goal that we have now is to lower the barrier of entry to, to DeFi. And then also bring on new users, make it easy for people to come here with their credit card, put in like uh, or a debit card and put in like $100 in stake to see how that works. Uh, so then we need to grab their attention. We are going to this conference now, panel debate in uh, Lisbon. So that's also to bring more, more marketing for NEO because we're going to meet some interesting people down there. And yeah, we really need to uh, engage because I don't think NEO is the, the thing that should do the marketing. It's the dApps because... Neo is just like a huge warehouse that has water, electricity, and everything for the dApps, and the dApps are the stores. So it doesn't help to have a sexy mall. Nobody's going there uh, if there's not good stores there. So uh, it's really important for us to to do the marketing, and that will bring people to Neo. Also, when we talk about marketing on the Discord, or maybe they talk about um, marketing in the Neo a Telegram channel or on Twitter. I think sometimes we talk about paid marketing and not marketing in general. And maybe a lot of users look at uh, other chains hiring actors from Hollywood doing commercials and stuff like that. I really don't think we will be there anytime soon. I think it's about more the Tesla way of doing it to to create a ba- uh, a great product and then let the people come. But marketing doesn't have to refer to paid marketing. So we're doing a lot of outreach. We're trying to improve the, uh, our Twitter account. We're trying to improve here on Discord. And I know we won't reach all users there. So we'll have to do some sort of campaigns. But they don't necessarily have to be this big billboard kind of uh, huge paid campaigns. You can be creative as well. Uh, you could uh, do more of um, referral type marketing so we can engage the existing community to try to refer more users to the platform and drive uh, new users and engagement that way. So we're not shy of marketing, but we're maybe a little bit shy of the big billboards right now. We don't want to waste money on that because there's so much to do still on the technical and design level and in every other way. So yeah, I I think with with all that, Progress we are going through now for the next year, Flamingo will be noticed in the crypto sphere. Uh, so all the crypto users from other chains as well. And and that's also something that we are really hyped about. It's the cross-chain uh, way because on Neo we have some abilities that you don't have on the other chains. So we can do more cross-chain. We can uh, get yield from other 
uh, DeFi platforms on other chains and bring that into Flamingo. And it's also possible to piggyback on the hype of other chains and coins because we are cross-chain. So maybe. Yeah, I want to double down on that. I obviously love the NEO ecosystem, but I've been in the crypto space for four years now, four plus years. And um, I like to play around with other ecosystems. And so a great example is like Cosmos, where um, you can swap, interoperate using IBC between the Terra blockchain and the Cosmos blockchain and other apps that run on it, like Osmosis, one of their DEXs. So I really wanted to hammer down on that interoperability because it's easy to trade a token on Osmosis DEX and then withdraw it and put it on the Terra blockchain. So like you can trade for Luna and remove and swap it and send it to Terra. So I bring that up because it was really easy to just move from one network to the next. And I wanted to hear your insights on what do future collaborations look like with other DeFi platforms? Are you speaking with other DeFi platforms right now? Like for example, Saffron, who just got announced as an early adoption program participant and will be integrating FLM onto their DeFi platform. What does that look like? And have you had any of these conversations started? Again, acknowledging you guys are only 10 days in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that was like, I'm going to fill in like Dylan, we've been here for 10 days, but yeah, uh, we haven't talked with uh, Saffron yet. I think one of their developers was in my Mingo chat, or at least he said he was from Saffron, but we didn't get like a connection with him. So uh, he was like more on the development side of it, asking some questions. And for now, we haven't talked with any other projects, but I think that's that's something that will be going down the road now. We are looking at making natural, uh, like uh, this chatbot, and uh, then we will try to have a cooperation with Translate Me. So we will reach out to them to to see if they can help us because we have a huge community in in parts that doesn't speak English. So it's important for us that we also like communicate with them so yeah it, it will come and i think for us it's really important with transparency and tell like the community what we're doing and who we are talking to as long as it's no problem for the people we are talking to i think also with regards to the interoperability i think we we want to continue the same role that we have now with um poly network and uh using their bridges to easily transfer uh, assets from and to other chains and I think we would like to continue to create NEP17 representations of the tokens on the NEO blockchain, because then we get the full power and the utility that uh, NEO entry provides. And it, with, with Polar Network, I think it's really easy the way they have implemented it now. In the NEO legacy, we had to do some, with the Flamingo parts, we had to do some complicated stuff to make everything work and also with the financial incentives for people to start um, locking up their ethereum on or the, their eth on ethereum we or the old flamingo team had to do the old flamingo team had to do some interesting stuff right there but now i think poly network is more mature so we will continue to build on that and right now we communicate through ngd to make things happen like um Maybe let's say connect to Binance Smart Chain and other chains. I won't confirm anything, but uh, there's definitely exciting things to come. 
very cool to hear. And are you guys exploring any other potential bridges for integration like IBC or anything else going on out there? Or is that more NGD's realm of focus? Not our focus at the moment, but we're exploring the space of uh, interoperability. And right now there's still so much we can do with um, Poly Network. And maybe later we will take a deeper dive into other opportunities or systems that we could integrate. Yeah, we have a lot of catching up to do to reach up to the like up to the level of the best DeFi platforms. And I think we can reach there and also try to improve up on something. Of course, I think it's really important that Flamingo is like a place where you go when you have 3000 different features you can use. It's important that we we know what our goal is and to be the best in the world at that. So so focus on being really good at something. Uh, it's really important. But yeah, we will try to keep inside of the DeFi space for that. But yeah, we, when we talk about incentivizing users, of course, for me, NFTs come in and I feel that you can use those as a part of DeFi as well. But uh, yeah, let's see what's to come. It's it's a lot of ideas. It's a lot of ideas from the community. But yeah, the roadmap is what the roadmap is for now. And that's enough tasks for us to handle. Yeah. So you mentioned NFTs and you guys did mint the Neobit series, uh, which is really cool. And I participated in the initial wars for the, the Dylans so I could get the golden Dylan and... <laughs> Uh, the, even though the fees were high back then, uh, this was before we voted to to bring them down. But what was uh, the motivation behind the series? And is there any planned integration for NeoBits into Flamingo? It was for for fun. Uh, we are like people that loves to do things on a computer. So if you were to like, do you have some time off developing Flamingo? Yeah, I have. I develop on other stuff. So so that's like, that's how we are. We make the, the Neo bits. We uh, have actually made, we've finished making an NFT game, but we just have something like front end stuff to figure out. The contracts are working. Everything is working. We integrated with Ghost Market on Testnet and yeah, everything was fine. So we just need to find that little time to complete the game. Uh, because NFTs are really fun and uh, that's the spare time, but, but it hasn't been so much spare time the last weeks. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the thing. In, the, in order to, to do more of the Neobits and more of the NFT stuff, we need more time. Um, and that's what we we're missing right now. So, but I think DeFi and NF NFT is a really interesting combo. And... I'm like 90% sure that will with Flamingo will see some NFTs with some utility. If it's going to be the Neobits or if it's uh, going to be the Neoverse or if it's going to be something else, uh, we're, we're not sure. I think that's up to the community as well to uh, to be a part of deciding how we should do and what we should do. We will come up with ideas at least. Yeah, I've heard the community um, asking for what the utility with the Neoverse NFTs is going to be. And I know that NGD is still kind of hammering that out. So that'd be some really unique functionality to see the Neoverse NFTs kind of integrate with Flamingo for whatever that looks like moving forward. Now, NeoBurger just launched and it's a governance protocol that allows users to not only wrap their Neo into uh, BNeo, which can become divisible like NNeo was, but it also distributes gas according to 
a protocol that BNEO does for voting for different council members. Will BNEO replace NNEO on Flamingo? And what are your other thoughts on the wrapper and how it can integrate with Flamingo? Uh, yeah, yeah. BNEO will be the new standard. Uh, and I think that's really important that we we look through the older smart contracts. We talk with the developers and uh, and it's really important that it's secure and that it has the right right thoughts behind it because BNEO can be really powerful if all the people wrap their NEO in it. So what BNEO tries to do is like, you want to vote for a node, but only if that nodes win. So let's say the NNT node has is in 22nd place, needs a thousand more votes. I come in, I vote with a thousand BNEOs for that node. Then suddenly BNEO will change the vote to NNT. So that node becomes number 21. So you will always get the gas but you don't have to take the risk in like voting for the number 22 because today there is no incentive to vote for node 22 because then you get no rewards. So I think it's really important that we have one divisible token for the ecosystem. And as long as it's open and secure, I think that's the most important part for the users as well. And it's nice for governance and nice for the users to interact with. So that's um, also a definite yes, it will replace uh, NEO. And uh, since it pe- since it's a, just a wrapped NEO, it's pegged to the NEO. So uh, no problem for the users. They will just unwrap uh, before they, they migrate. So it won't be a directly migration from NEO to BNEO. It will be uh, that you unwrap before you, before yeah, you take but your... You, you can also assets. take your NEO directly and then get NEO on N3. So you don't need to unwrap it. It's, yeah. uh, but, it, but but like in the pools and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, of uh, course. India will d- disappear. So yeah. And speaking about the pools, there's going to be a unique feature on uh, Flamingo, I guess version 2.0. I don't know what we're going to call the next Flamingo when it migrates. But could you share a little bit more about this pool swapping feature and what makes it unique? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's an idea. How can I swap? like switch a pool if i have let's say a thousand dollars in one pool and i want to go to a different pool with a higher yield uh why should that be like a process for you as a user where you have to do six seven steps you can just click a bottom button and and we will yeah manage that for you like uh, unstake unwrap swap uh stake or like wrap the tokens back to an lp and then stake it again so it's like a like a smart stake but for swapping pools yeah i can share in the spoilers channel i can share a screenshot of that uh, upload the file that w- this will not uh, be unavailable on the podcast i guess <laughs> head, head over to the flamingo channel and check the spoilers there so um yeah it's um supposed to make it easier for you to to make financial decisions on your or to execute your financial decisions regarding the pool strategy you set up. Well, I'm looking forward to testing that out. Kind of wrapping up and looking forward, the team, the MyMango team is currently working on migrating its smart contracts from legacy to N3, which could happen as early as this month. But, you know, these things always take longer than expected. And your team is focusing on building the initial DEX offering module, the IDO module. So these are two huge underpinnings and tasks. 
and I'm not trying to undermine them at by any means necessary. But, you know, maybe looking beyond contract migration and the development of the IDEO module, what are some things you guys are looking forward to or are focusing on with the roadmap that, of course, users can see at Flamingo Finance's website? But what are kind of beyond the migration and IDEO, what are the, the next big changes you guys are looking forward to working on? Yeah, it will be uh, a lottery. I think that will be one more feature that's uh, missing on on Flamingo. And for me, it will be uh, something that has to do with an NFT game based on Flamingo or FLM. Uh, we need to make utilization of the FLM token. That's the, that's the prime goal of everything that we are doing. Uh, making it so that it's it has more utilization than just sell half of it to stake in in a pool. So after the IDO, I think we have the roadmap set up for a lottery, and we have this Discord ID stuff where you can get a role on the Discord server based on your FLM holdings, uh, so that you can like have a bigger voice if you have a bigger stack because then you're a bigger shareholder as well. And I think um, also there's. A lot of innovation happening on different platforms or in the crypto space uh, in general. And I think maybe next week, maybe next month, we won't know what's going to happen, but maybe there will be some exciting new math or algorithm that makes uh, lending even more safe or uh, even more powerful on on the blockchains. And uh, then we will implement that. So (laughs) we're kind of, we're waiting for the future to happen as well. And we want to innovate the way we can. And um, we will be out there with our sensors and uh, try to see what's happening and uh, implement the coolest of the coolest, I would say. Well, we do know one thing that is happening next week that is Epicenter in Lisbon. And I know that you're going to be attending, Odd. Will you be attending as well, Adrian? Yeah, uh, as uh, emotional support <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and with a camera. So try to document some, some part of the journey. and. Uh, um make marketing not paid but uh maybe some viral marketing (laughs) still marketing yeah yeah so what do you plan on talking about what will the event have in store for flamingo i think i noticed that you're going to be on a panel so could you just maybe share a little bit about what your role will look like at the coin telegraph event yeah, it's uh, it's for this panel, of course, uh, and uh, actually we haven't gotten the topics uh, set up yet. We will have a meeting later this week, uh, so that will be like, uh, here's what to talk about, go up there, but that's fine, uh, we can do that. So we want to, to start showing the world Flamingo and we need to, to connect with the different people on, yeah, let's say different exchanges and stuff like that. We need to make this network inside of crypto because we are really new to, to this, this side of crypto. So, uh, so that's why we need to get out there. We need to, to meet people. We need to get new connections. We need to be able to talk to like, yeah, the, the head of Binance Europe are coming there, sitting on the panel together with us. And important to connect with them on the future and like maybe find something that we can help each other with uh, and stuff like that. So, so it's more like just starting to expand the network. Awesome. Well, I have asked you guys about your background, some tough questions about, you know, where you guys plan on taking the platform moving forward. 
some really awesome technical integrations and kind of what you guys are going to be looking on, looking at moving forward in terms of outreach and building and growing your team. So I think we covered a lot of great topics in the past hour. Um, I thank you for answering some of kind of the more difficult questions to ask about the broader space and also just for getting an opportunity to hear from you guys, like what really drives you and what really motivates you. I'm quite excited for the future of the Flamingo platform. And it was great to see that you guys won the bid to move forward with that project. And I also want to thank you for inviting me to host the first ever Neo News Today live podcast on the Flamingo channel. It's been great. Yeah. It's really been our pleasure. You're you're like the guy helping us here. First of all, you're making a podcast together with us so we can share the word of Flamingo. And second of all, you're doing it in our community lagoon so we can include the community as we we really want to like have a deeper connection with. So uh so it's we should be thanking you instead. Yeah, thank you so much. And I uh, would also like to say uh, both of us really appreciate uh, all the works you're, uh, work you're doing on Neo News today. Uh, it's also always a pleasure to read and uh, listen into the podcasts. And uh, you're an integral part to the Neo ecosystem, I would say. So thank you so much for hosting us. Yeah, I appreciate the kind words. And of course, the Neo News Today team is, is bigger than just me. There's, uh, we, have, we have other folks that are on that project as well. So I'll be sure to relay the kind words. And I think in closing, I also want to thank everybody who came to listen to this. You spent an hour with us and you could have spent this hour doing anything. And it's also great to see so many familiar names in the audience right now. So I know that I didn't get to speak with you guys, but it was awesome to see you guys in here listening to us and to share this time with you. So thanks, everybody, for participating in this very special episode of the Neo News Today podcast. Thank you and have a nice evening, everyone, or, hey, or breakfast or, or yeah, night or <laughs> anywhere <in laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, Thank perfect. Speak soon. Bye. Yeah, the, the sun never sleeps on the Neo <laughs> empire. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Well, what did you think of that conversation? It was an absolutely enjoyable experience sharing an hour with the MyMango co-founders and the Flamingo community. It was also nice to learn more about the next steps in the short term, such as migrating smart contracts from legacy to N3 and the initial DEX offering, as well as what the team anticipates focusing on afterward. Looking forward, if anyone has any ideas they'd like to see implemented into the Flamingo Finance platform, then they are encouraged to join the Flamingo Discord server and share those thoughts. So I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Neo News Today podcast, and we look forward to catching you next time. <laughs>